Well, hello, guys. Um, man, I got tongue tied right at the Welcome to yet another great episode of The Sofa Pillow, Pillow Talk. Talk. I'm Miz, and he is Mr. And tonight we have some wonderful guests on, and we're excited. Like, what is the best time to have a conversation is at night, getting ready to lay down, and pillows. What'd oh, you yeah, say about uh, oh, nobody gossips more than a husband and wife getting ready to go to bed. <laughs> so, hence the reason for our uh, title of the um, podcast, The Sofa Pillow Talk. So, for you guys that are watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that uh, subscribe button and punch the heck out that like, thumbs up, think of a jig, and if you're on Facebook, we love to have you. And we are going to see you guys in after this lovely intro. Okay. So this is our lovely couple mark and nicole guys if you don't mind could you introduce yourself to the audience hey we are mark and nicole pay and uh we are here in the lovely city of atlanta georgia in the atl and excited to have my beautiful partner in crime here with me tonight to <laughs> share some pillow talk hey hey so that's our thing uh why did you guys say your name because i was gonna say I wasn't thinking, hey. Hey, you know, no. and yeah. I didn't tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm sending her up to fail. I'm so oh, sorry, no. sweetheart. That's why I was going to wait. <laughs> You're going to wait for them to say it first. Right. That's uh, but my wife, my wife always says there's no, uh, uh, what's your favorite thing? You just said it. About a couple of gossiping. Oh, no one gossips more than a couple getting, uh, a married couple getting ready to go to bed. Do your guys gospel at night? Huh? Got it. He said, huh? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, if I'm serving tea, then it is what it is. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's definitely him. You know, I have to make sure I get my cup ready and have it, you know. Oh, prepared. so you're trying to say I'm the tea person? Oh, you do spill the tea. Uh, okay, my bad. <laughs> yeah, you are definitely the old girl. Guess who I saw today? Yeah. yeah. That's okay, though. <laughs> you, um, so. You guys were very interesting to me when I came across a couple of your uh, posts on mm -hmm. Instagram, and that's what made me reach out to you guys. And that's one thing that we talk about is definitely in the black community is finding couples that are promoting not only black love, but just genuine union. And, you know, we come from the era where you really i don't know about you guys and we can kind of get into that as well when we start answering the questions but i didn't come from a background of seeing a mother a black mother and a black dad have a wonderful union um my wife you know not to speak up for her was a little bit different you know so i love seeing 
that now more on TikTok than anything because I think TikTok got swarmed with the little um, pranks so bad, you know, just horrible pranks. Oh, and so, pranks. yeah, the couple pranks, but I think everything, you know, everybody's doing like the little challenges and stuff. Those are cool, but I think everything is a little different and everybody's showing a little bit more love, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, but, you know, people still show love in different ways. Some people are okay with pranking each other, but. <laughs> so, as a couple, first would be how did you guys meet? Mm, you go. <laughs> you tell <laughs> me. So I'll tell the honest story. Okay. That's the thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We have to do that. <laughs> we uh we met online. Um, oh. so we have both were on Facebook dating and that's how we initially started communicating. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's how uh we met. We actually met um online. We're communicating first through the messaging system, through that dating app. And then uh, after um, a couple weeks, mm -hmm. right? I think it was a couple weeks mm -hmm. um, of conversation. And uh, he finally asked me to uh, ask me out like on a date to meet. Cause I think he wanted to like build a comfort level with each other first before right. we went out. Um, so yeah, it took a couple weeks. And then once we went out, uh, we went to breakfast and then you know i'll let you take it yeah after that the rest was history i knew then i was like yep it's a wrap okay uh, this so is the what one. initially attracted who first though since it was through an app you never met each other in person i didn't even know facebook had a dating app mm -hmm. so who messaged who first Ooh. uh you know what i don't know i don't i think I think you know on that particular one you can like or you can like save or something like that. Yeah. And I think uh -huh. for mutual likes of each other, and you oh. know, reached out first and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" And introduce myself. I think. You know, yeah, I think right. so. I think so because like you, it's not like other dating apps where you can just go straight in messaging. Like right. we have to kind of build up to that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it was like just a quick. Hey, how are you? My name is Mark type of thing. And um, <clears throat> we started conversating mm -hmm. um, from there. So did, uh, how long ago was that? Uh, two and a half Two and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because I've been on Facebook a long time. And I, I didn't know they had that. I did yeah. not know they. <laughs> Been here for it's a while. Yeah. I didn't discover it. It just came across my my um. You know how you you're just you're searching and the ad it's comes up and, and right and an ad came up. So I just clicked on it to see. And, and a girlfriend of mine was like, "You should try it." Mm -hmm. So I was like, "Okay, I'll try it." And that's I tried it. <laughs> oh, hey, and you got something out of it. So, um, how that's like cool. Um. Oh, of course, we knew they were naturally attracted to each other at yeah. this point. Because he mm -hmm. was like, after the first date, he was like, oh, yeah, this is it for me. Yep. So how long did it take you guys to decide that, oh, okay, I think I could spend forever with this person? That's a that's a Mark question. <laughs> so uh, at the time, we were living in Indianapolis, and I knew um, that the kind of person I was looking for had to have a certain type of capacity. And um, because of what I do as a profession, you know, my bandwidth and my eye is very key to see. I can recognize 
it doesn't take me long. It didn't take me long to realize that this person had the capacity to absorb who I was as not just a person, but as a businessman, as an artist, as a creative person, um, had the right. capacity to absorb my son um, and somebody that I wanted to go the extra mile to be with. And I knew that because of my schedule, I, I was prepared and willing to and wanted to go the extra mile. So I applied pressure, as she called it, to let her know <laughs> that I was serious, um, that, you know, I wanted to be with you. I wanted to spend time with you. And um, she was a bit surprised by the pressure because a lot of time guys don't really apply pressure nowadays. They just, you know, especially here in Atlanta, this was it one man for every so many women. So men feel like right. they want to put the work in. But I was like, no, I want to put the work in. Um, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad it, it worked out. Me too. <laughs> I feel like consistency is key. You know, it's, a relationship. It's, it's important. It's yep. funny, oh, you know. No, no, no. It's funny how we get these lovely couples up here. And it's always one person in that, mm. in that coupling that's, mm -hmm. that saw. Yeah, like I saw you, you know. <laughs> and... and <laughs> She, she played hard to get, man. You know, I don't no, know. I was coming. God showed me her and said, "Do what you need to do, and that that's gonna be your wife." And I told her, and she's like, "Oh, God didn't show me that." So uh, <laughs> you got to show up and show me something for real. Yeah, right. cause that be yourself. Yeah. I'm just not feeling something to go with your word. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that wasn't gonna exactly. work. You got to have to prove. Prove that stuff to me. <laughs> exactly. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. So, babe, what does this question mean? Do you work? Huh? You mean three? We didn't get that one. It's still like a two-part question. Oh. Yeah. Um, like, did you guys, when right before you got married, did you end up moving in together? Did you have separate or? Well, I had a whole plan set up. Let me just tell you. Uh -oh. Okay, let's go. Okay, my plan was very simple. I had a son going away to college. Okay. And my plan was to, I had already found my townhouse. Um, okay. You know, I had worked it out with my daughter's father that we were going to do a very good job in co-parenting and live in a distance where she could, uh, you know, ride the school bus to either one of our homes. Like, we had worked it all out. And... <laughs> He was like, I think something had came up with the townhouse where I had to wait yeah. like a month or so. Yeah. And so, you know, he was like, well, that's good because you're not going to, you might as well just go ahead and take your name yeah, off the list. Yeah, take your name off the list. You're not going to need that. <laughs> and it just so happened that, you know, I knew because I was so sure of what I wanted. I started putting the wheels into motion and just so happened, I'm going to go a little forward. So I knew once I knew that this was the one, I set it up so that we could go to Atlanta to visit shit. Oh, yeah. Because you had never been, right? Or you had I been hadn't been since I was since a kid. she was a kid. And I wanted to wow. show up in my city. And um, because I had been in the industry, I played with um, different artists, Kelly Price and Tyler Perry. And I had a lot of industry friends who were musicians and singers. So I set up um, um, a date, well, a date night for us to go to this restaurant. And I had all of my friends come out, all of my old band members, all of my singers, and um, he pulled out the punches. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I said, "You pulled out all the punches." Yeah, 
Yeah, she thought it was just. Oh, I thought just, it was a restaurant full of people just eating just at a eating. restaurant. I had no idea that them two hundred people was there. Number one to see him, and yep. number two to meet me. Yep. And so <laughs> I had my band. I played, and then at a certain part of the song, I uh, I proposed, and so she fell in love with Atlanta, and we knew this is where we wanted to be, and so we moved uh, here and got married here, and. Um, you know, it's been it's been a, a blessing because Indianapolis was a great city, but it was the city that we met. But we knew we didn't want to, you know, stay there as a as a home. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. so. And what time frame was this? Is like over a year? Oh, you finna? That's all. Just finna ask. <laughs> we met. So I. So here's the thing. We actually met around early July. We started conversating around end of June, Good early July. Oh, right. Because my son was going away to school in August. So between August and by the time October came, I came back from Atlanta with a ring in October. Oh, wow. And, that's like... Right. Yeah, that's why I was like, whoa, this is a lot. And then between October and the following of July, so we just celebrated our one-year wedding anniversary July 30th. 30th. Yep. This past okay. like that. So, yeah, it was it was fairly quick, but it, at no point did I feel like this is just way too much. It was a right. lot, but I never felt any. You know how, as women, we kind of get that, oh, I don't know if I should be doing this. I never got that. Mm -hmm. Like, I never yeah. once had any reservation about it. So my spirit, about my, you. my spirit was very calm. He over here giving me the look, y'all. <laughs> Because I did, I did, I gave you a hard time, but I had to be sure that you were sure that this is what you wanted, and then I had to get together too. So, yeah, you know, I, I was good. You know, I just had to make sure you was getting. You know, I was. I'm like, I'm like Mark. You know, I was already. Yeah, I, I knew so. And, and he, honestly, before we he even moved in with me, he had already bought engagement ring. I ain't know. That's he how you do it. I was yeah. making payments on it. Yeah, I had no idea. And I was just like, I'm thinking we just, okay, well, I clearly that's nice, though. to my townhouse. I thought really that's what it was about. But, but it, <laughs> for now, I was like, okay, my townhouse is not even that far because it just wasn't living, close that. enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's a better answer. I like that one. Yeah. I, I got that. He needs just more. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, just like what a what type of work do you guys do? I I, I know that um you guys have a couple of your own businesses, but apparently we get we in the presence of a celebrity. And oh yes, oh he's he off the chain, huh? He off the chain. Uh, but before you even get into it, I definitely have to say. I saw the video of uh, you, Mark, and your son. That you, uh, y'all did a couple of them already. Uh, oh, the, 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 which I was, it's several on YouTube. At the church. Oh yeah. On YouTube. Little. I can't when remember was, the song because I was a little baby. saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he was younger. Yeah, we did that song. Yes. that was in Los Angeles when we lived there. Oh man, that was so sweet. Bless you. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool, man. That was cool. Oh, he's been watching all the goodies without me. So you didn't think he can make him busy, you know what I'm saying? I know. I, 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 
So normally, you know, the couples are working, but I don't know if you guys. So that's the question. Do you How guys do you work? guys make your schedule work with family life responsibilities? Because it sounds like you guys are kind of like us. We got kids from other relationships and bringing the blended family together and making everything work can really be stressful at times. But, you know, got people out here that make it look super easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look is the key, though. That's the part. Um, <laughs> you know, like, that's the key word. I think for us, it's, and, we, and, and I think we're still trying to find that balance. Yeah. Because, oh, um, you, you know, Mark is still in the industry. Let's not, let's be clear. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of his, some, a lot of his work and writing and composing and scoring still comes from the industry. And then you've got the, the academic side and then you've got the production side. And then I just finished a film. Um, so, and that was unexpected. So we had to kind of figure out how we were going to balance it versus having a well-oiled machine because you have to remember, we're still technically newlyweds too. So, yeah. you know, when we, you know, even though we have our regular, what they call, I guess, our regular nine to fives, mm-hmm. I think our, I think the industry stuff is starting to take more precedence than the Precedent. nine to fives. Um, which is to be expected, I guess, mm-hmm. seasonally how it goes. Mm-hmm. But um, we're learning. I can't say we have a balance. I can say that we're learning to create mm-hmm. what a balance is going to look like for us. Yeah. Um, and and not just for us as a couple, but for us as, as individuals, because just like love languages, if her love language is words of affirmation, I can't mm-hmm. give her a love language based on mine, if mine is physical touch. I can't be like thinking I'm loving her just because I'm giving her physical touch. Her love language is affirmation. So we have to find the balance. I have to find the balance that works for her. Mm-hmm. And I and love that. Like for her, and she has to find the balance of what it looks like for me. And those two things could be different. Right. It could be- And like, they change. And they change based on season, right. based on yeah. you know age and things that we're going through and, and businesses and stuff like yeah. that. So. It's kind you of know, that's something that people don't understand that you you do have your root love language, but I don't think folks really get the grasp of that change, especially after, um, after experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't. Th- that's the answer. Pretty much is we create balance based on what's coming up. Like I think for me, I'm more spontaneous. He's more structured when it comes to certain things. I kind of take things as they go because my life and what I do for a living already has so many details and structure to it. So anything outside of that, I tend to kind of just kind of go with the flow or by his, by him being more creative, everything in his life has to have some type of time and structure and balance to it. So I'm learning how, well, I'm teaching him how to be more spontaneous. He's teaching me how to create more balance in the gaps where he needs them most. So I can say, okay. right, figure it out. Great, great. Yeah, we had to do that earlier this year. We we both run businesses, so we had still to, doing it. yeah. So we had <laughs> to learn to put marriage first. We've only been married for a year officially. Is she gonna she gonna fight me? We've been married five years. Five. When <laughs> I, mean, I first saw, we, got married we was in married. April of last year, <laughs> and we really just got right into it and went straight to 
business ideas, pushing each other back and forth. And we kind of put us as newlyweds to the side until our first year anniversary came up. And we were like, John, we really haven't done much. We haven't dated. Yeah. We haven't taken time to plan time for ourselves and really sit down and continue to, you know, get to know each other. And so we, it was important for us to sit down and get that together. Yeah. Um, and, we, and like with the kids, we're still figuring all that out. We ain't got it perfect yeah. either. Yeah. So. Yeah. How do y'all keep it up? Um, and he's already mentioned about love language what are some other main methods of communication that you use between the two of you um, to kind of help keep that balance and new love fresh Um, I think listening helps us Um, and it's funny because even the Bible says be careful how you hear and you know, you think, okay, hearing is hearing, but a lot of times hearing is filters too. So we yeah. Learn yeah. hear the, through the correct filter That's true. so that we right. can communicate what needs to be communicated. So when we're, you know, love language is one thing, but learning how each other understands, learning how each other communicates, that's the thing that a lot of times you think when you get married, you're supposed to know everything. Oh, I know everything about this person, how they communicate. That's why I got married to them. No, you got it's a it's a work in progress. It's a learning. Right. You know, you don't know. Yeah. And you know, just to piggyback off that, and it's something that I tell everybody about her. The best thing for me, what makes this relationship ex- exciting is when I go to sleep, I wake up with the idea of um starting over loving a new person because every day different things happen to each of us so that changes us and you know people think that oh you're supposed to stay the same nothing changes so when you come up with a different attitude about something even if it's just as small as this i don't like that box that type of box of cereal anymore that you just bought me and i'm not being rude i'm just i don't like that flavor i thought you did i I don't anymore so People hey, kind of take change every 30 days, so it's okay. That's normal. <laughs> so anybody at that time, time, oh, you just didn't change overnight. It's possible. Yeah, you can. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's really depends on what happens. And so mm-hmm. I wake up every morning with this is a, this is a, I'm not starting over per se, sure. but I'm loving her all over again. And There's a newer version of my partner that I'm going to embrace today. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. good mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Okay. It says when when do you oh when do you feel the most protected and most taken care of by your partner? Mm. I mean I have gotten it quite yet, but oh yeah. Are there moments where you feel like you guys have been like utterly protected and just in there? (laughs) I'm utterly protected (laughs) all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Words. Okay, good. And it, it goes back to the differences because protection looks different. So for me, right. um, because I am an artist, because people know me or know that I can play or produce, I I I tend to be very vulnerable when I go out in public, you know, or I go somewhere people tend to approach me for what they want or what they see me as or what they feel like they need from me. So yeah. what the protection that she gives is 
my wife gives me protection of being able to have that discernment to know who's for me, who's not for me, who's there to use me, who's 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 got my back and who's not good for me. That's the kind of protection okay. I need because a lot of times as an artist, you're focused on the assignment, you're focused on the music, you know, and you don't always see those things. And so she's that person that will have my back. And we've had a few of those situations where she had to say, I'm just, I'm seeing something and I had to just trust it. And then my um, protection was different because, you know, I, my, one of my gifts is um, being able to have that. What is that? Uh, I said that me and Marcus have, we have that, um, we have the ability to protect and make sure that we, we have reflexes that, 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 you know, make sure that she feels safe and, and her door outdoor. And so uh, you'll be blocking stuff. That's what it was. Protective instincts. So that was a little hard for her because she's from Chicago. She used to take care of herself, but my protective instincts kicks in. And so that's what my protection looks like. Did I say it? Is that pretty much right? Yeah. So pretty much you're saying you've been ready to karate chop. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think for me, because I'm more, because I'm so, um, I was so independent coming into this. I think my level of protection is knowing that whether, um, cause you know, some people, let me back up a little bit. Some people's, uh, definition of protection is protect me only when I need it and how I want you to do it. Right. But I'm learning that with my husband is that it's, it's a, it's a 360 for him. So like, it's funny because even tonight, like you were being protective. You were like, we were sitting here, just sitting here watching TV and he looking out the window because mm -hmm. Ajani, our daughter was outside. He looking out the window, he opened and closing the blinds. He walking back and forth. Anybody that come past the house, he looking, he looks toward the car. Why is the car so loud? So it's like, I'm learning that for him, protection doesn't end when I don't need it. It's mm. constant for him. Like it's a constant protection. The protection happens when I go to him and I say, Hey, I was approached with this. How do I go about it? What do I do? That's his protection too. Like, so I'm learning how to be protected in a way that's physical, that's emotional, that's, you know, that's spiritual because for him, it never ends. It just comes in a different form every time he's doing it. Mm. I knew you were to look over here at me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I you know, you know, look up. You know, if I'm going out, he, you know, he he stay ready. You feel me? Like he may be laying down, but he ain't sleep. But then I, feel, I, I can't go to sleep. <laughs> I can't go to sleep until you know. And I'm not. But he's not sleep. But then it looks different yeah. if I'm in the house and he's upstairs doing something and hear something. Clearly, even though I'm in the house, he's still on in protective mode so i'm learning how to be protected in a way that's that's comfortable for him because at, at the end of the day in his mind that is his only that is one of his most important jobs so right. i'm learning how to stand down and mm -hmm. let him do his job the way he sees fit to do it because it's not for me to do it's just for me to understand that's good you know and sometimes we don't do it very well but to understand the part, woman, I have definitely had to learn to allow someone to help me regulate the protection. Mm. Like, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. put a wall up quick, and he'd be like, eh, you "Yeah, put a wall up at the wrong time." So let me come in here and you know, <laughs> right. let me help you. Right, and then or so, even if I'm on the phone, he's like, 
it's explanation. You know, you like that? Yeah, it's explanation too. So like for me, when we first met, um, even before we got married, before we moved here, the making sure you knew where I was. Like yes. I had to learn. I was like, uh-uh, look, you're not finna, you're not finna get <laughs> Like we not doing that, but I will be where I'm at. That's that. That was my mindset. Thank you. I will be Don't where I'm at. Don't ask me to share my location. Don't ask me to no. do that. But then, oh, but then when he explained up. it, when he explained it to me, I'm not doing it because I'm trying to pull up. I'm not doing it for that. Anything could happen, and at least I know where you are. So that if I have to come to you, I know exactly where I need to be. And I don't have to worry about the rest. So then when I kind of like got out of my fifties and was like, okay, it's not because he trying to be on locate, not trying to low key stalk. He literally trying right. to protect me. So then I started right. you know, sharing my location and stuff like that. Took me a minute though. Took a minute, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that. I, I really like that because that for me, again, that shows because society gives us that yep. a man should provide and protect. But the only definition that they really give on that stance is that I'm supposed to have muscles and I'm supposed to have a big bank. That's it. You know, and a lot of men don't understand that method that you're going um, by, uh, Mark. Because, again, she'll tell you, I, I'm pretty much the same way. I can't go to sleep mm-hmm. unless she's in the house. Even, um, like, she... She took girl trip. It 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 was the longest week of his life. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't calling her or nothing like that, or, or bugging or watching us. But still, it was my mindset was, you know, I'm getting on a plane real quick if I need to. Yeah, you know, and I I think like you, um, Nicole. Once she started realizing that, because I think we kind of got in a discussion about me. Um, um, calling in, you know, checking in and stuff. Mm. I, 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 I don't do that. I don't, I don't, and that's what her thing. I don't check in like that. I, well, it ain't that I won't. Oh, yeah, you would. Call, he every time he goes somewhere, he hey. would call me or text me and say, "Hey, I'm here. Hey, I'm here." And I'm like, "Hey, you don't have to do that. Yeah, if that's where you at. You're where you at, and I trust you." Right. Ain't had to do about that. When you're doing wrong, no, I ain't had to do that. So anybody can grab me and drag me somewhere. <laughs> Somebody can grab me and drag me somewhere. You know, hey, I'm just saying. At least you know my last location. <laughs> hey, that's good. Yeah. So slowly, I got to the point where I was like, okay, you know, that's just something that he's gonna do, regardless of whether I'm okay with it or not. You know, and you know, I feel better not knowing that he's okay, given that too he has a disability. So I just kind of. Take it as a grain of salt because anything can happen anywhere. You know, he could yeah. have a flare up. He could, you know, he can be somewhere passed out, and you know, at least I have an idea of the vicinity of where he's located at. So and sometimes it works out for you all as the ladies because she was on set this past week with a, um, a film, and because I knew the location, I was able to send her flowers. Yeah, it was so sweet. Browse her with flowers because I knew the location. And had she been like, See? oh, I just yeah. that. Then she wouldn't have got those flowers. I want to know where to send them. See? It works out. See that? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. In other words, <laughs> drop the A. In other words, drop the A. Right. <laughs> okay, we'll let you have that one. So, um, 
and with that, how did your parents influence your all union, good or bad? Like uh the ideal it, of marriage. Yeah. Uh I'm the youngest of ten. Um and oh, wow. I know. But here's the thing. You spoiled. Uh yes, I, I ain't gonna lie. Uh but <laughs> when my parents had me, they were actually old enough to be my grandparents. Because due to math, you know, I had sisters and brothers old enough to be my parents. And because I was so wow. You know, it was so many of us. By the time I came along, my parents were old enough to be my grandparents. So I didn't have a whole lot of time with them, but some of the things I did learn from them, both good and bad, helped me to understand what to and what not to do. Um, as a man, I saw things that helped me as a as a husband and as a father, and I saw some things that I, I need to not do and or tweak, um, and that has helped me. And then because I had sisters and brothers old enough to be my parents, I learned some, a few things from them too. But okay. just being able to juggle what, what was right, what was wrong, and then also being able to learn from my wife, from her upbringing, some things that maybe can help me, even though I didn't have that same upbringing, it's still, I still can glean from it. And I think she, she has a, her, she had a strong influence with her dad. I'll let you, you know, yeah, so my father didn't get married until he was late in life. So he didn't even have his first serious relationship that I knew about until like his late 30s. Because he was, you know, a single guy in Chicago, very independent, owned, you know, businesses and all of that kind of stuff. So he wasn't trying to get on lockdown with nobody soon. So he right. raised me as a single dad with my grandmother and my great grandmother and my grandfather and my great grandfather. So I saw marriage from my grandmother until her husband passed. And then um, I, my father's marriage looked like a partnership, not a marriage. Mm. And I think that's because he waited so late. Um, I didn't get a really, I didn't get a chance to really glean what it looked like for him because he didn't look, his, his look of love didn't look like Mark. So that's why I didn't understand that. I knew I was taught that pressure would be applied mm -hmm. when I was chosen, but I'd never seen my dad apply that type of pressure. So okay. I didn't know what it looked like. I just knew what it's supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. um, so any pressure that I learned that got applied came from, you know, when I look back now, I can see that I, I saw who he was really in love with versus who he married. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. for me, the vision was the marriage look for me that it looked like a partnership at first and then it turned into love at the end. So okay. I had kind of like a, a more, Mark calls it more of like a liberal view of marriage because everybody in my family was so independent and then they got married. So it was like partners came together and they got married. They just happened to love each other. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah. That's very different. Well, I, like oh, well, I guess you can kind of you, know, you kind of look at that as being um, so that would open the door to ask, do you guys see each other as best friends? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I do. Yeah, absolutely. I do because I mean, I needed to be with someone who I could be my authentic self with. Now, ah, there we go. As a musician, as an artist, as a producer, as an educator, I've been told that 
people connect to me musically or pe people connect to me artistically because I'm so genuine or vulnerable. And that's mm. but and I pre while I appreciate that, you can't be vulnerable and you can't have all of that and, and be vulnerable and not be real with the person you're with. So who can right. who best to be the real your real self with than your best friend? And right. I'm lucky or blessed to be able to say that who I married is also my best friend because we can talk about anything. I can be silly. I can talk yeah. about what really irritates me and those type of things. And I feel like a lot of people, especially nowadays, they they want to be together because they want to be a power couple or they want to be together. Right. It looks good on paper or they, you know, mm. they, they feel like, you know, they want to be the next influencer couple. But to be able to say you got a best friend, you know, that that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's this is my best friend and i think this for me in my eyes and my definition this is that power couple definition because i like mark just said i can be my authentic self with her this is the first person that i've been with that i've been able to be myself flawed and all and there's no judgment and that's vice versa um i know she feels the same way on her end that she can be just let go and and it's funny because he like yeah i don't like eyelashes i don't like eyelashes he don't like my eyelash person yeah i i think it's i think you know i i know for me growing up as an only child for a long time versus being with a man that's young as a 10, you know, I, I know a lot about myself coming into it. So having a best friend was the first thing on my list that you had to be. Okay. All I had growing up was a bunch of friends. They happen to be guys because when you grew up in a neighborhood full of boys, you, you know what I'm saying? Like them, your yeah. friends. So it's easy for you to make friends with a guy because you already know how it's going to go. Yeah. But uh, with, yeah, with this, it was different because it was like with, with my friends, I could be my friend, but in with Mark, I, he could be my best friend. He can be my boyfriend. He could be my husband. Then he's my, my goofy partner. And then, you know, we <laughs> people watch together. So it's just like, it's more, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? it's more than just, oh, that's my best friend. I think right. it's levels to that. It is. It is. You you said it just right. It is. Definitely. Uh, number, uh, what traditions from both of your family backgrounds have you brought into your marriage that are positive influence or make things easier for you? Did you bring any traditions in though? Um, like, do y'all celebrate Christmas together? How do y'all oh, like holidays? Or yeah, um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think it's kind of the same. Like, yeah, I think because we leave like our traditions, we we kind of combine them. Like, because yeah. for me, like the big thing is Thanksgiving. Like, no matter what, we need to do something for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But like Christmas is kind of like one of them things where I think we've been through so much. It's like 
we create the tradition. It may be different every year. Every year, yeah. But for him, I okay. have to say, for you, it's got to be, you got to have decorations up. Yeah. Like, yeah. for Christmas, the day after Thanksgiving, he like, look, what we doing? Where yeah. the tree going? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where we putting the lights at? Are we getting new lights? Yeah. He already on 10. I'm like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I grew up, we, we put them up, like, right after... Let's see, right actually it was before Thanksgiving, but because my dad's birthday was March 17th, which is St. Patrick's Day, we left the tree up. He left the tree up all the way to his birthday. And we had real live trees. So we were stepping oh, needles Lord. and everything in January. Oh, the cleanup is messy on the yeah. thing. <laughs> yep. That's I think that's for him. Yeah. The, the light, the, the the whatever we do, whatever we do in the house don't matter. As long as he got food and Christmas decorations. Cool. And eggnog, yeah. And eggnog, he gotta have. Oh, eggnog! Oh man. So like, I think. Oh. The, but for me, Christmas is not a. It, it's not about that. It's just, it. It could be whatever we make it. But right. I think the spontaneity of it is, it's creating condition for us to always have. We always got the house decorated. And one tradition that I never really had, especially after the last seventeen years was birthday for my birthday she would ask what you want for your birthday what do you want but because i was you know i raised my son as a single dad since he was five weeks old so when a, you're raising as a man a child you don't think about your own birthday you're thinking <laughs> about their birthday what yep. they need and so i had 17 he's 17 now i've had 17 years of that well when we got together maybe he was like 15 yeah. or 16 but she taught me how to celebrate, you know, that it's important to celebrate my my day, my birthday, celebrate Father's Day. You know, I'll always be like, oh, it don't matter. You know, every place is going to be empty. Yep, that's not like me. But she helped me realize, you know, no, you need to be celebrating. You need to celebrate yourself. So Yeah. So oh, he man, that's out. sweet. I like that. Oh. The last two days, we was turning up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool i like that you know you found you a good one mark man you know that's cool man well they found each yeah other. they found they each found other yeah that's cool all right so hmm. well they, i think we've already spoke about transparency between couples it is it, that yeah. they find it important yeah. to be transparent be open be best friends be yeah. partners be each other's protection and make sure you guys are there for each other regardless of what situation you're in. Mm -hmm. I think it's like one of the biggest issues in relationships, though, transparency. Um, everybody's coming in with masks on now, and you or a mask on, and that one person is not digging enough or scratching or asking the right questions to um, in the beginning of the relationship to get to that point of, hey, I want to say some people have that trauma where they're not able to open up and be transparent with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like that, I think, I think that's easy for us because we had already done so much work on ourselves before we met. Like mm -hmm. I didn't come in with a, like everybody comes in with something, but we right. didn't come in with the whole bag full of it. Like I ain't have a Christmas bag full of it. I'm not saying that okay. I'm empty. But I'm not saying that my bag was all the way full and over the brim either. So a lot of the issues that I think we could have had that we didn't have is because we actually did the work before we met. That, right. That's okay. 
And I think that's what we saw in each other is that even though we're imperfect, we still, I saw him doing work on himself on a regular basis. And I would think that he saw me working on myself on a regular basis. So it gave us the idea that even if we're not transparent about that, we're going to, you do have a hundred percent transparency. We just have to ask the question to get the right. Yeah. And I feel transparency is something you definitely have to work on on a daily basis. Every time y'all, you know, wake up and come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do y'all have gender roles? Like, who does the household chores, or who's responsible got, for what? That's a good question. When you got Ooh, kids, he look like he might be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I never, you know, like I said, we got kids, so certain things we we meet out to them. But you know, I I never really had that hang up. Like, I have to do this, I have to do that. So I'll say this. As a musician, I'm a keyboardist. I'm, I'm a, you know, I play piano by profession and, and keyboard. So there are certain things I just don't do anyway. Like I don't mow the lawn. I'll do nothing dealing with that because I don't want my fingers getting caught up. I'm trying to clean it and you know, you know, lawn okay. my fingers up. Same thing with working on cars. I'll pay somebody to do it, but I'm not going right. to do anything that's going to jeopardize my livelihood, my fingers. So we okay. never about that but but i do take care of doing it you know i'll make sure the long guy's here to do this or repair man okay. whatever that type of thing but i think we just like whatever needs to be done we just we just find a way to get it done yeah yeah and i mean i'm a neat freak so mm-hmm. in my mind if you know <laughs> it's, it's got to be done to the point where i can eat off of it if i can't eat off of it yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yep. That is very crutch <laughs> So I don't think it's a gender so. role. I think we just kind of look at who does what best, and then we try to there you go assign a you know different a different things based on that. Like I'm not good at you know making sure to I'm not. I always forget about the lawn. So like that, mm-hmm. even though that's like one of my favorite things, mm-hmm. I always forget. And for you know we so we just try to figure out who's better at what. And whatever you're good at, that's what you can handle. And then when I need to bring me in, when I need to be brought in. Same with me. Okay. Good deal, good deal. Same here. We don't we don't do the gender role thing. Like if it needs to be done, just go ahead and get it done. Now I'm not finna open my own door because she's gonna kill me. Um yeah, yeah. And I ain't taking out the trash because I don't yeah. know why he don't want me yeah. taking out the trash. Yeah, I don't want her to. It ain't even. It ain't even that. I don't. I don't know. But you know what? Um, well, I can actually just mark. Um, did you ever see that growing up? Like the shivery and type and closing the door and stuff. Oh my! And opening God. the door. Yeah, I mean, I taught my son that, and every every time we're out, happened today. We, my son, now out, and you know, it's just a natural thing to the point where people like will say, oh my gosh, people don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Same with opening the car. Yes. Same with, you know, um, when, and it's funny because we'll be out <laughs> with other couples or out in an event and she'll go to the restroom. And when she gets up to go to the restroom or step out, I stand up. And when she comes back, if I'm sitting down, I'll stand up and then she sits down, then I'll sit. And a lot of people looking like, what are you doing? We'll go up to, uh, to the escalator and we're going up the escalator. I stand behind her in case she falls. And we're going down the escalator. I stand in front of her in case she falls. She land on me. You but just catching her. You just protecting her all over. Look at her. Hey, yeah, I like that. That stuff I and learned. I, I get parents. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. for me, like, like, 
for me, like even when we, uh, even when we got married, and Johnny and I would go somewhere, and the first thing Johnny says now is, "Mom, we gotta open our own doors, child." I'm oh. like, "Ooh, girl, yeah, <laughs> 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 we gotta open these doors now." <laughs> <laughs> No, when we okay. Were, they got to open, open their. They got to open our own doors. So when we, even when we were like out of town, or even when my family came, and we were all together for the wedding, that's the first. I was like, oh my god, this opening doors. I'm so tired. We're having to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you did not know. You did not know that was a struggle opening your own door until he started. I was so bothered by that. <laughs> <laughs> But before me, you know, she just, before me, she just go running, opening the door. I'm like, what are you doing? She, yeah, you know, I, I'd have to close the door and say, close the door and let me open it. So she she got right. it. I got it now. I was going to say, he, when we, the first day, he, I was shocked. Because I was like, why are you sitting on that side of the car? Because I'm not going to drive his car. What is he doing? Mm. He was waiting to open, waiting for me to get to the car so he can open the door for me. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. We got ready to get out of the restaurant, and he gave me this look. And I mean, he ran around to the other side and pushed the door. And I was like, "Oh, shit. did I open it wrong? Did not, did not. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not gonna do that." I was like, "Okay." And it's, it's what's so weird about it is, I to this day I don't know where I get it from. It's that it was some natural. I never saw my dad do that to my mom. Uh, I I could probably say I did see it on i saw it on tv but and i guess that influenced me enough but it's just natural and i think it's the right thing to do and i just do random people like that and i like mark said you get people like oh wow she reason dead you know dang uh you need to tell your mama that she raised a great a good man mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i get that a lot so. and his mom even says i don't know where you got that from because i ain't even see that <laughs> he just does it yeah. Y'all are one of a kind. Look at y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, tough question here. Maybe you might want to answer. Maybe not. What is uh, a lesson that you learned from a previous relationship that has helped you in your current relationship in making a positive bond? Say it one more time. All right. What's the lesson you've learned from a previous relationship that has helped you create a a bond, a bond in the current relationship or marriage. What is we learned in a previous relationship that's helping us create a bond in the current relationship? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I can give an example. Um, for me, I don't know if it's creating a bond, but it, it creates a learning lesson that creates yeah. the bond. Yeah, there you go. Like yeah, 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 yeah. A a lesson that you learned that helped you create uh, your bond now. Yeah, I think because because I came out of something uh, very abusive, and I had to take uh, counseling to exit that relationship. Even a year before I exited, um, it was really important for me. And this is one thing I think that we're that we're working on together. That is not my is not his issue. Is my issue. It's. not losing myself in my marriage. That is okay. something that I tend I, I tended to do that quite a bit in relationships and because I've been married before and I'm learning um, that I can 
be so focused on not losing myself that it may cause me to lose my relationship because I'm focused on if, if, if I can't do this my way, then you're in the way of me doing something for me. And that, that means the way I was brought up, that means that's a cutoff for you. So I may not okay. cut you off, but I have to, I have to detach myself a little bit in order to get this mission completed because this is a, this is part of what I want to grow into for me. So I think what, what we're learning, what I'm learning how not to be is I can still be myself, but not sacrifice the love that I have for him to do it. That, okay. That's new for me because I'm used to giving, I, I'd rather give all of that up and keep me than, you know, lose me and have all of this. So okay. I, think, I think that's what I, I brought that lesson in because that's, that's really important to me is that I don't lose myself. But the great thing about Mark is that he's never required that. Like he's never required me to put so much in and give so much out that I don't have anything left for me. All he's ever asked me to do is give enough where you still can have it for yourself, but don't give so much out in, in reference to not losing yourself or thinking you're going to lose yourself where you literally lose everything else. It's a way to right. a balance to both. So I think that's where yep. our mind is coming from is that he's, he's actually teaching me that I don't want to take you from you, but I need you too. So you got to figure out how you're going to give what I need so I can give you what you need so that you can continue to do what it is that makes you you. I yeah. like Mark. Mark, yeah. That's Mark, good. Mark definitely needs to be a teacher. Open up your school, Mark. Oh, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> and, and, I'll know. be one of your teachers you need me. Okay. That sounds good. And one of the things I learned um, from Nicole, and I, or I'm, I've been able to benefit from the lack of some of these things in previous relationship was Nicole is really good with money management, understanding of, of budgeting and things like that. So her mind for those things are, are something that I can glean from that I didn't have before. Mm -hmm. You know, um, she's thinking two or three steps ahead on how to get something done so that we can look differently five years from now than we do now. That wasn't my experience in the past. You know, it was like, you know, make this money, do what we got to do and keep making the money, but not really being wise enough to know how to handle it and how to make it and to know that every dollar ain't a good dollar type stuff. So yeah, that's one of the things that I did. I did learn as a takeaway from what wasn't happening before that's happening now that I can uh, say that I can appreciate. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Like some mirror images over here, man. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um. What are your thoughts on sex life in a marriage? It can be tough. I, I think I think the, the thing about marriage is that I think we have the same mentality. We never want to lose each other. Like we don't, we always desire each other, but we just be so uh -huh. tired, yo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because in a day. I think if we ever just compile the day and we had, you get what, I don't know how many hours, you get 24 hours in a day and 12 of those, you're actively doing something. Like, mm -hmm. I think the intimacy you have to, it, sex is, is, a, is, is an action, but the intimacy is the connection. So right. I, I think 
for us, our focus is creating the intimacy because sex is like cherry on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because yep. when we're 80, I might not remember his name. Right. So it's not going to be something that is going to carry us into the next decade. But the intimacy and the connection, if we have that, I don't have to fear if something happens to him or something happens to me and there's no sex. Right. So I think for me, sex is great, but I want the intimacy too. Like that intimacy, has that connection has to come in different ways. So yeah. I don't feel bad or good about it. It's a must. It's definitely a must. But if you don't okay. have intimacy to go along with it, you might as well just not even do it. Right. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I like that. Oh, that's, that's it. I'm not that's answering exactly, to him. No, that's exactly right. Yeah, he said you got it. So no, because that that is that's almost like uh, that thing that I don't understand, which I know is possible because people make sure to express that it's possible having emotionalist sex. I think intimacy is that emotion that you should have in order for sex to be great. Yes. Some emotionalist sex can be great in some forms, but having an intimacy is like way and beyond for me. And I think with her and me, that my intimate moment is just being able to talk. You know, the conversations, you know, that we have um, even prior to uh, this is the first person I was able to just and talk about sex with my previous relationships it was like taboo we did it but we couldn't talk about it mm -hmm. before or after i'm a very yeah. blunt and honest person if i like something i like something if i don't like it i don't <laughs> like it and i'm just gonna tell you that <laughs> so yeah it's okay to talk about it mm -hmm. let's talk about it <laughs> um well we know they have children we know they have children mm -hmm. together yes well, have you decided on having more children? Because I, from no. from the age, no. <laughs> from the ages of the kids you currently have, next, here. Yeah, I agree. He has five. I have two. I don't think nope. we need to add more. Oh no! Wait, wait, Mark. What you think? Oh, uh, I agree. I'm. I'm, uh, I'm she said okay. <laughs> I'm an educator as well. And so I'm always around my, what I call my other kids, the kids that I teach. Yeah, all the kids, okay. Okay. So you got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, God kids. Okay, got yeah. you. <laughs> and we, and combined though, we have a total of, uh, how many is it? Four. Four. Right? Four. Yeah, four. That's, that's, that's enough. Four. So it's five. Yeah. So. Five with Alicia, yeah. right? So, and and three of them are technically grown. Yeah. One of them is on the way out. So, why in the world would I create? <laughs> exactly. Thank why you would I do so that? much? We almost home free. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to figure. Yeah, really? like we got five years and they gone. Really? Why would we do that? Why would you do that? Well, we kind of just did. Beautiful puppy over we here. Just that's did that's it. your son. Yeah, and then <laughs> we got Mozart. Right. So between we got a little dog. We yeah. got a, we got a dog. So I think everybody in the house is happy. We are gonna just leave it at that. <laughs> there we go. All right. Good, good, good. <laughs> 
All right. So are there things that you all do together? Did to um are there things that you all used to do together before getting married that you miss now? Mm, I think we've gotten busier since we got married. When we first met, like we we did a lot of activities together. Number one, because let's be clear, we were in a slower place. Like Indianapolis right. is not as fast paced as Atlanta. Um okay. Midwest, it still has a slower type of town vibe, even though it's in between Chicago and Ohio, you still have a very slow kind of, you know, uh, redundancy, you know, with that. With Atlanta, you know, you, you can be doing something every minute. Like I always say, Atlanta will make you feel like you're not doing enough if you're not careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that's, oh problem. Yeah. and that's a problem. So I think for us, what we're learning how to do, again, is not allow... <clears throat> stuff that comes up to take us away from us like we're we are planning to do stuff more together um because like i said i he's always been in the industry but my this was my first time actually like what do you call it like filming mm -hmm. actually like doing a movie so that was my thing and when you said not to cut you off when you um emailed me about you know you was doing filming uh, are you able to talk about it a little bit? Because I, I'm that's cool. I like the fact that you got you're doing it. Yeah, like it, it was kind of unexpected. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to do it, but uh, it is gonna be a network uh, movie. Um, I don't think she gave us release dates. She, I'm quite sure she'll let me know, and then I'll you know okay. make sure you guys know. But yeah, okay. I, was a lot of preparation for it. One day, uh, I was supposed to have three days of filming, but for me, I'd rather do one and done. So I kind of was filming literally all day till like two o'clock in the morning one day. Um, but that's new to me. But because I have him here to kind of guide me, it was, it didn't make it feel as tough. Like it was just, you know, try it out, see if you like it. If you get more roles, cool. If you don't, I'm cool too. So Okay, uh, but we have to learn how to date because Mark Mark's schedule is insane. If you wow, if when I tell you that the industry has no chill, <laughs> <laughs> Dang. they have no chill, and that's just because he he wants to stay busy, but at the same time, it's like we got to figure out when our downtime is so that we can reconnect. You know, because even okay. though he's Definitely. he's creating things that industry people are going to see but you got to realize that pulls a lot from him and right. so dating is sometimes it's hard because we're trying to fit yeah. in we're trying to fit it in yeah. we're getting better though yeah, so, oh, yeah definitely, right. definitely. Yeah. Okay. well that was gonna go right into the next question um do you date each other still and what would a typical date night look like for you guys What's something, one fun thing that you haven't done together that you would like to do on your next date together? And I'm going to challenge mm -hmm. y'all to do that within the next 30 days. Mm -mm. What's one thing that um, we haven't done? What's our average date night? Uh, average date night tends to be, we both uh, like to explore different whether it's restaurants or places. Uh, love to travel, um, obviously. Mm -hmm. But something that we haven't done um that we would like to do well i can say for i can say for us him mentioning is that when we were indie we used to go to ohio a lot yeah so like and that's because like literally 
I would go grocery shopping. I would drive from Indy to Ohio just to go grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. And that's just because oh, wow. experience of going and, you know, introducing yourself to new places, new stores or whatever. And so okay. we found our Ohio yeah. yet. And I think when we do, um, that's, excuse me, that's close to Atlanta, I think we'll be more spontaneous in okay. doing that. Because that's something that we really enjoy. Yeah. Like everybody would hop in the car. Sometimes me and him would just hop in the car and spend the day go. at the next, at the neighboring city. Mm -hmm. And, okay. you know, so I think that's one thing that we are um, going to do. I think we're going to go to the distillery. Mm -hmm. and distillery mm -hmm. Between here and South Carolina. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we may do that. Hmm. Y'all gotta tell us about it because we like going places and traveling too. Yeah, so we, we like eat. country town that's a couple of hours from you guys from Atlanta, and yeah. we go to Atlanta at least once a month. So every time we're in Atlanta, we make it a date night or a date weekend. So we pick yeah. a couple <laughs> different restaurants and do something different every day. Yeah, like when he had to work, uh, he had it was a what was it? Was it for the play? Mm -hmm. We spent the weekend in Atlanta because he had to do. A, he was a musical director for a play, so we was in the city the weekend. That was cool because mm -hmm. now it's like every time we go to the city, we're like, "Are we going to our spot?" Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> spontaneity of the date is what we like the, the most. Yeah. Okay. We don't have to plan it. We can just be like, "You want to do this this weekend?" Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you most excited about in your relationship during this particular season for you guys? Ooh. Um, I just launched a business, um, a multimedia company. So I'm excited to see how that's going to grow and how it's going to bless the, the household, you know, how it's going okay. to expand what we want to do, the places we want to go. I'm excited to see what that's okay. going to look like. Um, and then also just how our kids are growing, that they're different phases, mm -hmm. how we're going to evolve you know, as a couple with their evolutions and, you know, being here in the city for at least a year and a half, two years, you know, we're learning the, she's learned, I've, I've lived here before, but she's learning the city and, and, and how it wrote, you know, how it functions. And so right. that's, that's something I'm looking forward to too, to see how, how we're going to grow and expand and have a capacity for all the things that we're about to go into. Beautiful. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Go ahead. I said, yeah, I would agree. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool. All right. So the last question that we have, and then we'll give you guys a chance to spill whatever you want to spill. What is the biggest strength of your relationship? The biggest stress? Strength. 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 Biggest strength. Biggest strength. The strongest point of your relationship. <clears throat> Um, I think because we have good, great minds, our business, our business aspect is good. Like if he create, cause he created this multimedia company and then I just kind of helped do little parts of it. But I think if we, if we ever decided to live and create something together, mm -hmm. I think that would be good. And I think because whatever that business is, if it ever comes and it doesn't have to, what, what I'm saying is I think even though we love each other and we're in love with each other, we, our minds are in sync when it comes to whatever we want to pull strength out of each other and make it something, you know, touchable and tangible. If we ever right. do that, I, I feel like it would be like, 
I don't think I think it would be sky's the limit, mm -hmm. honestly. Because we have great okay. we're not doing we wouldn't be doing it to make money. We'd be doing it literally because you're really good at this. You should focus on that. And I'm good at that. I should focus on that and bring it together. Like I think if we did that, that'd be great. If it never, I think we're doing that in different ways. But if we ever just right. down and dated this one particular way, I think that would be super duper successful. I agree. You guys cool. are so awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you could tell all the couples the, the newlyweds and um give them a a good um bit of advice, bit of advice. Mm -hmm. to um yeah a little insight as she was saying um before we um tell everybody where they can find you at and whatnot what what kind of advice could you give them um to help sustain a the best positive relationship i'm not going to say great because everybody's great is different mm -hmm. um i think i would say you know how when you tell people read the room mm. sometimes mm. when you say read the room you you think about it from the context of what you should do or how should you respond because the room is responding this way but we never really think of it like read the room and when you see the results that you don't want don't do that <laughs> you know don't you know you know what I'm if, if you see what you don't want then don't do that and i say that to yeah. say a lot of times with social media and all of the the reels and all of the stuff that people are watching and the for pranks and the spoofs and all these things it's easy to just read the room and try to get all of this content and advice from all these people that you've never met to, you know, about what a, a relationship looks like. And a lot of it is toxic. And when yes. you realize that the results of that will not give you what you desire, stop, mm -hmm. stop reading that room, go to a different, right. go to a different room. Yeah, and, and start gleaning from something that's going to impact you for the better, not just what everybody's looking at because it gives them likes, views, and, mm -hmm. you know, that type of thing. So I would right. encourage people to shut off some things, go into a different room, sit at different tables, and don't focus on just what society and social media says a good relationship looks like. You know, yep. press in, seek God, seek your heart. And just be vulnerable, be willing to be vulnerable, especially the men. We got to be willing to be vulnerable to say that if so, if you want to go to our wife, say this, how I feel, this made me mad, this hurts me, this person did this, and I, I don't know how to, you know, approach it. That's the kind of stuff that will help a relationship thrive if you're just able to be open. Yeah, I think, I think for me, it would be... Um go with your go with your gut like you know be willing to uh be uncomfortable for a second mm -hmm. because i think that's where people people are so quick to leave now because they get uncomfortable so quick and mm. in, in a marriage especially when it's new when because when the wedding is over you on this high for like mm -hmm. three to four months and then when they're when when stuff really start happening and you start really getting uncomfortable and those conversations come up 
then everybody want to say, oh, that's not the person for me. So I think people have to start learning that uncomfortable doesn't mean leave. Uncomfortable means you deal with it. You're uncomfortable for a second. You go to that hump and then you you approach the next. Um, and and two, understanding that your partner is not a superhero. They are superhero, mm. too, but they're human. You know, right. you can't put these unrealistic expectations on them because they're human and they're going to experience life too outside of you. So they are going through things when they walk out, when Mark walks out and goes to work in the morning, he's experiencing life different than I am for those 12 hours that he may be away. I'm experiencing life different for those 13 or 14 hours that I'm away from him. So I can't take away and dehumanize him just because he's my superhero. I have to allow him to be, you know, flawed instead mm -hmm. of, you know what I mean? I may not like it. It may not feel good. I may not like some of the things he tells me, but I look at him as such a superhero that sometimes it's impossible for me to see that. How could you possibly feel that way? Or how could I come across that way? You don't understand how revered you are but i think allowing your spouse to be human is the first step to uh, to vulnerability and transparency and intimacy in your relationship right and consistency be consistent even when you don't want to be even when i'm mad i still don't want him to go without even when he get on my nerves i still don't want him to be without and I'm to the I get to the point where it makes me mad if other people don't see him how I see him. That's good. So okay. that's young people. Just just keep it up. Whatever you feel right now, it's not gonna last. You gotta keep yeah, you gotta keep building on that. Don't don't get stuck in that uncomfortable spot where you don't move past right. it. Right. Some really good advice. I hope everybody takes that into account next time they get into any relationship, business or relations, or even a business relationship yeah. or a partnership. Because I think that's what we were at first at the very yeah. beginning. Business um, partners. Business partner. Uh, we're friends, business partners. Business partners first, friends, and then yeah. friends we can turn into love. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it had me uh, waiting <laughs> and anticipating. Hey, the wait, it was worth it. It was. It was so Mark and Nicole, you guys are doing so much. Where can our audience find you guys outside of your nine to five? Um, we're at uh, Wilmark Media Group, uh, and our email I mean, our website is wilmarkmedia.com, and Wilmark is spelled with one L. Uh, my good friend uh, from over many years, his name is Will Francis. Um, uh -huh. He collaborated and just um, came together to build a business that will allow people to be able to tell their own story about different things that are going on in life. And we help produce it on stage, on music, on film, um, through art and photography. And so um, it's, a, it's an exciting journey. So go to uh, www.willmark.com media.com and um also uh you can go to you know either nicole at willmark media nicole with willmark media or mark with willmark media shout out to my business partner will francis and uh, our our slogan at willmark is we will 
make a mark that cannot be erased. Hey, I like that. <laughs> hey. You about to say that? <laughs> I think in two you can reach him on his Facebook too. Like and Instagram. His Instagram. Yep. So like your Facebook is just your name. Yeah, Facebook is my name. Instagram is um music MDMP. And um then your information. Okay, oh so I got willmarkmedia.2023. Is that wrong? Uh willmarkmedia.com. And then oh, you can the go IG. Instagram. Yeah, we have Instagram willmark2023. And okay. then, um, uh, he's got his Facebook, which is just his, which yep. is just the name. Mm -hmm. And then okay. my Facebook, which is just my name, Nicole S. Pay. And then on Instagram, I'm um, wife underscore of underscore Paytoven, P-E-A-Y-T-O-V-E-N. Yeah, say uh, we got the wife and the wife underscore. The so wife oh. underscore of underscore. Paytoven, P-E-Y-P-E-A-Y-T-O-V-E-N, -E wife of Paytoven. And that comes from, as a musician, people, you know, they call me Paytoven because a lot of yeah, us. Yeah, because like uh, Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, most people follow me on, a lot of people follow me on Facebook. I have more, I think, I, I don't know how many, but um they can find me there and that's where they'll find the release dates uh information about the upcoming movie that's coming out on it'll be on 2b network so all that information is on my instagram and my facebook yeah wife baby you were saying uh uh i was sleeping on tubi yeah folks sleeping on tubi <laughs> So it'd be like, it might be looking a little ghetto on some of them, but it'd be lit. The storylines be busting. <laughs> this one's going to be good. So if you go to my Instagram and you go to my Facebook, you'll see the reel about it, and I'll let you, you know, go okay. for it. All right, cool, awesome. cool. I've been oh, we... so excited to meet you guys tonight and Thank hear you. more Thank about you. Absolutely beautiful couple, and I look forward to following you guys in your journey and and maybe even getting getting together somewhere it. down the line, definitely. Uh, you know, I, I know you guys have a busy um, schedule, uh, which we kind of do too, and that's the other reason why I couldn't get that earlier yeah. uh, interview in. And so, um, just like you guys, we well, she's um, going in, and she just started back in school, nurse practitioner. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah on top of the business and then we got two kids in the house 14 and 12. uh just gave birth to a dog uh, <laughs> uh uh yeah so and then uh doing a lot of changes with with my life and um and and my, my illness and whatnot so we definitely understand that busyness and trying to find that balance is something that we're working on Love and again it. like at the very beginning of the show y'all are doing exactly what i saw and how you explain it um i like the fact that we were able to record this so people can watch it regardless even if it's later even if it's five years from now because i think this seeing definitely in the black community this is gold for us mm -hmm. because we're so used to, I hear a lot, not to linger on, but so many of us look at the amount of years our parents have been together versus 
like that longevity versus the quality of that marriage. Right. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I want to be 50 years and, you know, quality relationship. If you anything like my parents, they roommates. They've been roommates for years, (laughs) you know. So, and I thank you guys. I really do. And I can ask you guys to continue to work on yourselves to, to, um, be the best version of yeah, you every day. Yep. Yeah, we appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much you for guys. having us. No problem. No problem. So again, guys, um, we did put in the comments that uh, how to follow probably... them or reach them if y'all have any questions. Always okay. hit us in the DMs, or they can always uh, you can always use a Q and A answer on our podcast as well. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Thank you guys so much. Have a great evening. You're welcome. Y'all do too. See you guys later. See ya. So guys, that it was like an awesome couple. And I I, I thought they were awesome. It was pretty cool when I saw them. I came across them. And I was so happy that they reached out. And they did schedule um, to be on the show. but yeah, like I was saying, it was like some mirroring, mirroring, mirroring yeah, yeah, when yeah. it comes to you know our relationship. And, and you'd be very surprised, yeah. you know, sharing um, experiences. Yeah, you you really you really don't realize how much. I feel so, privileged, you know, that I was in the presence of greatness. You know what I'm saying? And oh, I refer to us as my see, regular I, people. We just we just regular people. Yeah. And pretty much, even with him being a celebrity, he that's how he comes off to still just a regular, yeah. Regular person. yeah. So, this has been an absolutely great episode. Hope y'all enjoy it. It is a little long, so get into it. Listen, I mean, great stuff, great people, um, great vibes, yeah. Um, next Saturday, we have a hilarious couple, the good men. Oh, come yay. on, and yeah, I think so that's going to be. Shy. Tune in next Saturday. Nine. Nine. Oh, wait a minute. When do you air it? We go live at oh. nine on Saturday. Oh, with a podcast but on you YouTube. Probably won't hear this until. Eight. Yeah, if you're, uh, if you're doing audio, it's on uh, Wednesday. So yeah. yeah. Well, whenever you listen to it to play it back, you know, awesome shows going on here. And if you want to be on the show, always send us in the DMs. Mister Miss taking over the world on IG. Uh, comment on YouTube or anywhere yeah. else you can yeah, find us. Come in and say, hey, we want to be on. Hit us up. Come talk to us. Yeah. Hey. Until next time, that's our pillow talk for the night. <laughs> and uh they finna go to sleep. Yes, yeah, yeah. Be safe. <laughs> <laughs> Good night.